0: Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy. I'm your host, Emily, a certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that, hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you're here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your personal self-love journey. Let's get to work. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy you joined me this Monday, and I hope that May, in the midst of all of its challenges and its blessings, you are remembering to take care of yourself and show yourself some love, as I discussed in last week's Last week's episode It is Mental Health Awareness Month, so keep at it. I'm very proud of you. And also, happy Mother's Day if we have any mommies or soon-to-be mommies listening. Um, today, I'm back with a part two of the episode I started two weeks ago. That first topic was on working through emotions, and hopefully that helped to encourage you to feel your feelings, embrace them, and figure out how to understand them. Um, And now today we're going to talk about how to take those feelings into action and turn them into conversational pieces and talk about how healthy confrontation. Um, I got a request to do this topic and I knew I had a lot. I had Oh my gosh. And I knew I had to talk about it because one of the things I quickly had to learn once I started loving myself was how to stay confident in my words and not let people walk all over me. But I was definitely intimidated at at first um, and there's no perfect way to do this because we're only human and we can't, you know, do it well all the time or, you know, sometimes we forget in the midst of conversation how we want to do things. But I gathered four tips to sum up how I've learned to healthy confront situations um, and talk to people to share my feelings and I want to share them with you. Um, so first tip I have is to level the playing field. So whatever the context of the situation may be, I think it's best to approach a situation with a level head and a level ego, meaning you don't think that you are superior in the conversation, nor do you think you are inferior. So expression of feelings is natural and should be done in order for your relationships to progress and grow. So we shouldn't hold back the hard feelings either um, when we need to confront. Situations and things that happen in our relationships, and to do this in a way that I that will be well received, um, we'll need to meet the other person where they are at and just talk like two individuals who respect each other and see themselves on the same level. This also means that the second another person starts talking down to you, you need to excuse yourself from that conversation and you are you and you no longer engage. This also goes for if you feel like you're going to start talking down the other person, you still need to excuse yourself so that you can again, level the playing field, like come down a bit and then go back to it because we do not tolerate bullying or belittling and we do not allow anyone else to make us feel small. So once those senses start going off that this is happening, you need to get yourself out of there and vice versa. If you feel like that you want to gravitate towards that and do that to the other person, you got to get yourself out of there as well. It's not healthy for you or the other person involved. because if you stay and this progresses in that light, it's only going to make you more inclined to say something that you regret um, or hear something that is going to hurt your feelings more and just give the other person the impression that it's okay to talk down to you. Um, so if and when you decide to go back to that situation or that conversation after walking away as another story, you really need to judge for yourself whether you want to like make amends or if this is just like a chronic behavior that the person is exemplifying and you need to maybe politely dismiss that relationship from your life. Um, The next tip that I have is to be impeccable with your word. I learned this piece of advice from a book called The Four Agreements, one of the very – or I think it was the first book that I read um, when I started learning how to love myself, and this really just means to say what you really feel and leave no room for questions or assumptions, and also not question or assume. Or make assumptions of things that the other person is saying as well. Um, so just be clear and confident with your opinions, you know? They're your feelings. So gather your thoughts and own them. There's nothing to be ashamed of if it's the way that you feel. And no one can invalidate what you're feeling because they are yours and you're the only one that feels those feelings. So this is why it's also important to not use blame placing language, which I will expand upon in my next tip. But instead make the foundation of your argument, not like a fighting argument, but just like reason for confronting the person based on your personal experience. And if or since that person cares about you, it will make them be able to see things from your point of view and be able to not not make them in a manipulative way, but it'll just be easier for them to understand um, how to see things from your point of view and then be able to communicate more efficiently back to you how they see things from their point of view so that you're both then able to get a clear picture as to what's going on. And then the problem you can problem solve together and move forward. So sometimes for me, this looks like, you know, journaling my thoughts, gathering a piece of paper, even just jotting things in my notes app, like, okay, what do I want to say? And how do I want to convey it to them? Not like I want to tell them they did all this to me. And I want to tell them how they hurt my feelings. Not like that. It's just, this is the situation. And this is my, these are my feelings about it. And this is how I'm going to like speak this in words to the other person. Uh, My third tip is kind of a no-brainer, but sometimes it goes out the window when you try to talk to someone about your feelings because it can get scary and overwhelming. Um, But the third tip is to remain respectful. And the word confrontation just doesn't necessarily sit totally well with me because in my mind, confrontation is like this big worked-up conversation. But I really just think it's much simpler and more productive and just a way of communicating. Um, And remember, you're not looking to start drama. You're just looking to have a mature and age-appropriate conversation, use I feel statements, which is the opposite of blame placing language like I was starting to say in the second tip so that the other person doesn't feel like they're targeted or attacked because that will then cause them to get defensive and just end up spiraling not good for anyone. So an example of I feel statements, it could be, um, let's say someone stepped on your dog's toy. It could be like, well, you stepped on my dog's toy and that wasn't right and you did it on purpose and blah, blah, blah. blah." That's blame placing language. But I feel statements would be like, I felt really disrespected when you stepped on my dog's toy. Or I saw you stepped on my dog's toy and that made me feel really disrespected. You see what I mean? It's still stating the incident, but it's taking ownership of the feeling and how it made you feel. And like I said, ownership of your feelings is not bad because they're yours. So don't be afraid to meaningfully say how you feel. Um, and if the other person, the other person's not gonna try to, well, if they do try to invalidate, be like, well, that's a, not a, that's not a good feeling to have about that situation. You can say, well, that is how I feel. So like, <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Well, I wouldn't say what are you gonna do about it, but it's like you're just doing your part in communicating your feelings. with the other person can kind of get inside your brain a little bit and like. See how those see how their actions make you feel, and then it can be a reflection tool for them. Okay, do I want to do something about this? Am I going to take what they're saying into consideration? You know, Um, but make sure you agree to talk in appropriate setting, also to stay respectful, um, and you feel comfortable while doing so. Both people feel comfortable doing doing so. I feel like I'm tripping over my words today, guys. I hope you can understand me. Um, And it's scarier than it actually is, but chances are you are at least you know somewhat comfortable with this person so why should you feel intimidated why should it feel scary especially if it's a close friend or a family member or significant other etc you want to feel comfortable at the end goal here so um you want to feel comfortable that's the end goal and the other end goal here is that both of you end up feeling more understood by the other party and you both leave the conversation feeling happy and calm and light so that um So why wouldn't you go into it feeling the same way, you know? Um, And going along with this, if someone says something back to you that you don't really like, um, remember that you only have control over your reactions. So try not to react or lash out back. Just allow the other person space to process their feelings the way that they know how to not in a bullying or violent way of course then you leave the conversation but remember that not everyone is able to understand or express their emotions like you may know how so just stay in control of yourself stay in control of your own composure and the conversation can still progress forward and end in a loving light this is kind of like one of those um lead by example things even if you know because sometimes the other person they might get defensive they might feel like you're attacking attacking them even if you're using i feel statements even if you're staying really calm um but some people they're just they have triggers and they have emotions that they haven't processed and it might feel like it's coming out of left field for them so give them a moment give them like a space to um react in their own way and if it's not you know super if it's not like a super calm way that they would react like maybe you're trying to it's okay like I said as long as it's not bullying or belittling or making you feel small or violent there's if you are able to compose yourself and keep yourself in the manner that you want to be portrayed in then it might just be a reflection to show the other person like hey this is a safe space that we can just talk like two human beings you know Did that make sense? I don't know. (laughs) Um, And my last tip is, I have like more stuff to say after this, but my last tip is to talk ASAP. Um, So lastly, I think that healthy competition is timed appropriately, meaning that um, it happens as close to the incident as possible. And if it's something that's extremely minor, you know, why not bring it up? How it makes you feel on the spot. And if it's something that brings up more feelings in you and you need more time to kind of sit and stir with those feelings yourself, then do that. But then don't let the situation go on days without saying anything. Because if you let a situation continue and then that behavior or thing that caused you to want to say something in the first place happens again, then each time it happens, then one, you're going to be less inclined to say something because it just keeps happening. And two, the other person isn't going to know that what they're doing is hurtful to you because you aren't telling them and I always tell myself that like I can't assume someone is upset with me if they don't tell me like if I misread a text if it feels off whatever it'd be like my mind be like oh I can't go there they're not telling me that something's wrong so nothing's wrong you know but it goes the opposite way too so you have to tell someone how you're feeling otherwise they if they don't if, if they're not hurting your feelings on purpose then they're not gonna know that they're hurting your feelings you know um so you would be doing yourself in a disservice to let time go on because the only person that you're hurting then in the long run is yourself because like i just said the other person likely doesn't know that they're hurting you all these tips take time to practice and of course like i said in the intro we are all still human so we mess up and we don't always converse well but We try our best, um, but some feelings are just so big and it's really hard to even understand them ourselves and we end up projecting them in a negative light onto others. And it took me probably a full year to be able to understand my feelings and use my voice confidently and be able to hold my own while still being soft and understanding for the other party as well. Um, Especially if you like are so used to doing things one way, it's not just gonna be like a snap of the fingers in a 180 turn, you know? And if you're, you know, maybe both people are trying to do it at the same time. Um, It's a process with a learning curve like anything else in life. But once you learn, I think in my opinion, it it makes my life much easier to go through knowing that I have these tools to express myself in those situations because I'm able to understand my feelings, reflect back with myself, say, what am I actually feeling? What do I know is true? Can I focus on the facts? And then what are my feelings about those facts? And then I can converse it in a healthy manner back to the person that's involved. And then when I stay respectful and calm, then the other person does too. So it's it's a win-win all around. <laughs> um, and this is kind of a bonus tip, but if the conversation doesn't go super well, maybe things get escalated and feelings are expressed in a not so healthy way. Don't be afraid of apology. if something if this is something that you know for sure that you want in your life and you genuinely feel like you did something hurtful, say you're sorry this apology isn't to win anyone back it isn't to show anyone that they're right it isn't to start over it isn't to get them to like you or an excuse to let them keep walking all over you but it's just to get a weight lifted off of your own chest a good rule of thumb to ask yourself is will this make me feel better this apology um because if you know it's not going to mean anything to the other person And they're going to keep acting that way that they do, then you're just going to get walked all over, then you'll know. Um, Like when you ask yourself that question, be like, will this make me feel better? And if the answer is yes, then it's like, okay, you know that the relationship is like something that it mattered. But if the answer is no, an apology is not going to make me feel better, then it's like, you know, you're being manipulated into saying you're sorry. And maybe that isn't the healthiest relationship for you. I don't know. I could talk about that type of relationship in another episode too, but Just a good rule of thumb, I think, is to ask is, will this apology make me feel better? And if the answer is yes, then own that apology and make sure that you say it in a loving light because apologies are okay. People mess up, especially people if it's a very, like, you know, especially with, like, family and people that you spend a lot of time with and people that you talk to every day. Sometimes you got to say you're sorry. And good thing (laughs) is that forgiveness exists too. Um, And with that, once you say you're sorry – Make sure you're saying your sorry to yourself too for, misre- for, mis- for, mis- for misrepresenting who you are, for beating yourself up because of it. Don't try to explain yourself further. Don't try to justify what happened. Just say you're sorry for X, Y, Z and let it go. It's releasing that weight from your shoulders. And if it's not well received, that apology, then it's not your fault. Situations will only eat you alive if you let them. So be forgiving and move forward and either move forward with new boundaries with that person or not. That choice is yours as well. I also just want to lastly throw in that if a conversation with someone goes poorly, if you did everything you could to stand your ground and remain respectful and yada, 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 and they are still putting you down or invalidating you or making everything seem like it's your fault or maybe their words aren't aligning with their actions post-conversation, that is not your fault. We don't have the power to change people. We are only in control of ourselves. And In the past, I've found that in fighting to make relationships work, the only person that don't work clearly… The only person I end up truly fighting with is myself because I end up losing myself in the process. And I blame, I place blame on myself for things that I never deserve to happen to me. And sometimes it's your approach that needs work for, that needs work or change. And sometimes it's the person you're trying to talk to. It just, the person needs to change. Not the person needs to change their behavior, but just the literal person. You need to swap that person out with someone else, you know? Calling a truth can be just as healthy as trying to confront in a healthy way too, even if it looks like walking away from a conversation and not going back to that conversation slash leaving the relationship behind. Um, I had an old romantic relationship where we fought literally every single day. And no matter how hard I tried to be civil and communicating how I felt, it would just never stay or end civil. And then because of that repeated behavior, then I ended up turning into a not civil Converser. <laughs> but now with Gunnar, my current romantic relationship, <laughs> you guys all know Gunnar. But now with Gunnar, we never fight. So, yes, I grew up in between then, and Gunnar is clearly well versed in mature conversation too. So, that is our approach. My approach has matured. His approach is mature, but also it was just the person that just wasn't right either, you know? And now Gunner is someone that is right. We are able to talk effectively and respectfully and lovingly. Um, It just, I say it all the time, but you can't fit a square peg in a round hole. Ultimately, you can try and try and try as much as you want, but for some two people, you are just never meant to grow together and you only grow for a short period of time and then go your separate ways. And that is more than okay. Um, You will have your people and they will have theirs and the world will keep, will keep, Oh my gosh! <laughs> you will have your people, and they will have theirs, and the world will keep turning. You don't need to make everyone happy. You don't need to have everyone like you. That is not your responsibility here. Um, but you do need to make sure that you like you, because you fall asleep with yourself every night, and you wake up with yourself every oops, sorry, every morning. Um, so protect your being and walk away from the relationship that's go. Walk away from the relationships that go in circles, because there are people out there who you will be able to converse with in a loving mature light so yeah that's all i have for you guys today i hope this episode was a help to you all um i feel like i was talking either really fast or just really like low and jumbled so hopefully i wasn't um but yeah um i hope it was a help to you all and i hope you feel slightly more confident to have those hard conversations in a healthy way remember it is nothing to be afraid of you can own your feelings because they are yours and no one else may be able to explain them besides you, but you have them and that is okay. So be sure to pass this episode or podcast along to anyone you think could benefit from hearing it. And if you'd like to take the time to rate and review this podcast as well as follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on, I would so appreciate it. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO. With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else who you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more self-love inspired content and updates about the show. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. So please feel welcome to contact me at any point in time. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Human connection is one of the things I value most, so I can't wait to get to know you. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly motivational messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSpod. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO, Emily.